from the News Talks ZB Newsroom. This is News Fix. Good morning, I'm Neva Reti Manu, and this is your morning News Fix for Thursday, 3rd of November. In this update, more than 100 people have been evacuated from a holiday camp north of Christchurch. Livestock and even racehorses have been moved away as a massive fire continues to burn in sand dunes near Woodend. Emergency services were called to Pegasus Beach around 8pm with up to 12 fire trucks and 50 firefighters on the scene overnight. Incident controller Colin Russell says heavy machinery was brought in to create a fire break as the blaze moved fast in a southerly direction driven by the northwest wind. We're still trying to contain the boundaries of the fire. Um, we have fire break in to stop the fire travelling any further. Um, but essentially we're waiting on daylight. All residents from the Woodend Beach Holiday Park have been evacuated, while several more residents self-evacuated. Ray lives at Pegasus Beach and told Newstalk ZB she's been watching pine trees exploding. But, uh, oh, goodness gracious, yeah, there's another huge pillar of fires just gone up. Those evacuated are being looked after at the Woodend Community Centre. Belief New Zealanders' financial resilience will be put to the test in the near future. The Reserve Bank's released its twice-yearly financial security report, predicting lending rates and household debt will continue to rise, and house prices keep falling. It comes as StatsNZ figures show unemployment is stagnant at 3.3%. Infometrics principal economist Brad Olson says with interest rates and the official cash rate predicted to keep rising, more people with mortgages will start to feel the pressure. In the short term, I think there are a lot of households that will be looking very closely at their spending levels to consider how much they're able to afford and what they might have to do to adjust their household budgets to ensure that they can make ends meet. Employers say they try to attract New Zealand workers, but they simply aren't there. That 3.3% unemployment figure is unchanged from the June quarter. Ellen MacDonald of the Employers and Manufacturers Association says employers being forced to look at different ways of trying to hire. We've actually got a couple of members who are looking at setting up their own training agencies in the Pacific Islands so that they can bring people fully trained in from the islands to fill roles. And it's hoped new regulations for buy-now-pay-later schemes will provide protection to vulnerable communities. The government's announced a slew of regulations for lenders, including standards for disclosure, support for borrowers facing hardship, and affordability checks. It's proposing a $600 threshold for the checks. FinCap spokesperson Jake Lilly says it's a move in the right direction, but he'd like to see affordability assessments carried out for all lending amounts. A slap in the face for the tourism sector. National has criticised the government for not delivering on a $54 million recovery fund for the struggling sector. The scheme was announced in the budget, but details on what will be funded and who is eligible to apply still have yet to be made clear. Haka Tourism General Manager Eve Lawrence says all of their problems are government-related, and this just adds to their woes. Immigration processing time delays. We've now got NZTA delays with processing P endorsements for guides and staff, and obviously this innovation fund, we still haven't had the criteria, and it's been seven months. In sport, concerns mount that the Kiwis might need a better place kicker ahead of Sunday's Rugby League World Cup quarterfinal against Fiji. Jordan Rapana and Dylan Brown converted four of 11 tries in the pool win over Ireland. India have beaten Bangladesh by five runs in Adelaide via the Duckworth-Lewis method at Cricket's 2020 World Cup. They topped the group on six points. And Canterbury flanker Tom Christie and Tasman hooker Andrew Makaleo 